Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today. I don't know where you are listening from, but here in Southern California, it has been raining all morning. There's no sun, can't see the sky because of the cloud cover, and it's windy. And um, for us here in Southern California, it's pretty cold. I know that a lot of people from the East Coast and other places where they get snow and things like that are saying, oh, it doesn't get cold there. And it probably doesn't compared to other places, but to us, because we're not used to it, it is cold and I'm going to tell you I'm pretty miserable. So what's going to take my mind off of all of this is walking through this strange paradiso and walking with others, those of us who are like-minded, makes it even more rewarding. So I want to get into a couple of things that were shared with me, as a matter of fact, yesterday. So one of the people that I've been acquainted with for many years now, she has always told me that she has never experienced anything. She says, I wish I could have an experience. I wish that I would have had something in my lifetime to share, she said, but I haven't, even though she's very interested in the paranormal and things like this. But her family members have all had experiences. These things have actually occurred in her house. And she says, yeah, there's this one room in my house My daughter has had experience there. My grandson has had experience there. But I have never, neither has my husband. She said in the entire house. And we have lived there for 30 years. So it's not like they just moved there. So she was telling me, first of all, that her daughter, when she lived there, when she was a teenager, she had an experience with the hat man. So she says that, She was in bed, she was asleep, and something woke her up, or, you know, she just woke up, and when she opened her eyes, she saw this man standing at the foot of her bed. Now, there was no communication, no nothing. She said, um, my daughter said that she just laid there, she was frozen, because she didn't know if she was actually facing a real person or not for a brief moment because she was like startled. She opened her eyes, she was sleeping and she sees this thing for, for a brief moment. She didn't know if that maybe somebody broke in or what this was. Then he just vanished, all right? But that was the only thing of that kind that had happened to her in that room. I mean, she had other types of experiences in there and in the house, but this particular one, was a one-time thing. I said, so there was no communication, no nothing at all, no movement. She said, no. So a bit strange, but it was almost like an announcement, you know, like we're here or I'm here or something like that. So anyways, uh, fast forward to recent times now. She has a grandson who is 12 years old and he was in that room And he was sitting on the floor, 
he had the TV on and he could see something reflected in the TV screen that he said looked like a human or a human type thing that was like crawling up on the wall behind him. So he turned around to look at that wall and there was nothing there, of course. He looked back and it was gone, okay? So now he's looking at the TV screen again. And then this happened again. He told her it wasn't like a bug. It wasn't like any kind of crawling thing or even like alligator looking, snake looking. He said it was human shaped. There is no telling of the gender or anything like that because he could just see the form that was like reflected in the TV screen. So once again, and he turned back and looked and there's nothing there. And then he just got up and left that room. So, I mean, they have been there for quite a while. And she is not one of these people, no Ouija board, no nothing like that, because she knows better. And she says, I don't know what is in that room or why, because we've been there so long, but people still have uh, encounters in there. So, I mean, I really don't know. It's maybe a, a portal of some kind in that room or what have you. Certain people are sensitive to these kind of things and maybe she's just not. She also told me that so many years ago when they went to Bodie, California, I have seen these things myself on uh, certain TV shows where they say that if you take anything from this uh, area, I guess like a ghost town area of Bodie, that you will have things happen to you. And so she said that they went there, they went to Bodie, and she picked something up. She said it was just a little nondescript, like um, piece of, it was kind of like a rock, but a flat rock. And she said, so I, I kept it and I took it home. And uh, not too long after that, things started happening. Even though she has not had experiences, I mean, this is one that she says, I guess it was kind of like an experience, but this is something that I brought upon the rest of us. So she wouldn't even say what it was that was happening. So she, like many of the others I have heard about, got that little rock or souvenir, whatever you want to call it, put it in a mail and sent it back to the park rangers over there at this Bodie ghost town. I saw interviews with some of these rangers who said that every day they get things back from people who have taken them from that area who don't believe that that is true, that if you take it, something's going to happen in this and that. They were saying, yeah, people, a lot of people don't believe it. They come here, they take little souvenirs, even a bottle cap. I mean, it can be anything. He said, and we get it sent back to us in the mail. So what is going on there? Whatever it is has been going on there for many years. Um, it's, it's not going to stop. Could it be power of suggestion? Even though 
we may feel that we don't believe in that, that power of suggestion is not going to work on us and so on because we're so well-grounded and what have you. I believe that still in the back of our minds, in the very like dark recesses of our minds, there is still something active in there which can perhaps help these things to manifest. So we are in fact causing some of this stuff to happen ourselves. I know that um, many people may disagree and maybe it's not 100%. I don't know. But I, I just tend to believe that a lot of these things, and maybe it's the whole thing, is caused by us, ourselves. The mind is very, very powerful. If we can create tulpas, okay, with our mind, if people can develop their mental abilities to the point where they can walk on hot coals without being burned, walk on glass without being cut. You've seen those guys laying on nails, on a bit of nails and things like this. Well, that just goes to show you how powerful the mind is. What we use of it is not a very big amount at all. As a matter of fact, it's pretty minuscule. So that's just my own personal belief. Now, I'm not saying that in every single case, it's created by us because we know that there are things that will take the opportunity, all right, to use this. It's almost like you're inviting something in, no matter what, because you've been told already Certain things may happen. It's almost like a disclaimer. Don't take anything because things have been known to happen with people who take items from this location. So if you take one anyways, it's almost like you are inviting trouble. So there are a few different ways of looking at this. But a big one for me is a lot of these, but not all, okay? I'm not going to say every single one is caused by, kind of like by us. And maybe the beginning of it would be caused by us, by our own, like once again, the power suggestion type of scenario. But who's to say that after that, there isn't something else that comes in and takes the opportunity to go further and to wreak further havoc, all right? So... That's just my little take on that anyways. So um, I do know that they have had more things happen in that house. But she says, my husband and I have never had a personal type of experience, encounter, hear anything, see anything like that. She said, I would like to, but I haven't. I got to tell you, I don't really know a whole lot of people who say I would like to have an encounter with an entity, but this girl, I mean, she, um, 
she's not uh, your typical, that's for sure. All right, so anyways, um, the other thing that I wanted to share with you is, now you can take this however you want. Um, Once again, I'm just sharing this. I'm not saying that I necessarily subscribe to this or that I believe it or have even ever heard about this before. But this has to do with Christmas, all right? So most of us know that Christmas has pagan roots. The Christmas tree, the holly wreath, and the burning of the candles and so on. This is all paganism. That's where this all comes from. All right. So anyways, um, there is someone who has said, that now I don't know who practices this or who has. I, I'm not going to tell you guys that just because people are pagans, they do this type of thing because I really don't know. Maybe no one does it anymore. Maybe only a very few people do. Maybe this whole thing is hoo-ha, all right? But this has been shared that... In some cases, there are some who, depending on where they place the tree, they can actually perform some type of incantation, ritual, something that opens the portal where the tree is placed. Okay, I heard this and I was like, wait a minute, what? So I had to go back and look at this and actually where the Christmas tree comes from, all right? Because the Egyptians used the palm tree. It it was cultural. Not every culture used the spruce or the fir or whatever it is that's used in trees. I'm not going to say right now where this particular tree, and it is one of the Christmas trees that we know today, like a fir or something like that, that is used. The palm tree is not mentioned. It is the triangular-shaped Christmas tree that we all recognize. That is said. I guess um, can be used depending on where it's placed. Because a lot of people don't put their tree in the same spot every year. So these people who practice this and who do this, wherever they decide to place their tree, at, you know, in 2020 and 21, wherever they they decide to place it, that's where they do whatever it is they do to open the portal, somehow using this tree as some type of tool, okay? And not only that, it gets worse. Because what is said now is that 
when they use the tree to open the portal, this portal leads straight to hell. Okay? So these people are conjuring demonic entities. I mean, why else would you do that? So to me, that is, um, from what I know, that is not Wiccan, that is not pagan, that is satanic. If this is really done. So I got to tell you, it's the first I ever heard of this. I have never heard of this before. But when I look at certain other things, it's like, well, you know, um, just like many other things, maybe things that we would consider to be harmless, right? It doesn't mean that those things cannot be used as a tool. I mean, who would think, of, okay, a Christmas tree? It's a silly little Christmas tree, okay? But... Apparently, it can be used as a tool and it has been used before. Now, I don't know when this practice started. I don't know how popular this is. You know, how many people actually do this. But um, I just wanted to share that with you because I've been thinking about that ever since I heard it. Like, who in the world would want to do that in the first place? Well, we know, I guess, who, people who um, make deals, want fame, power, money, popularity, you know, hit records or, uh, you know, airplay and successful long-running TV shows, people with no talent who just sing and... Uh, sell a lot of music. Sometimes I hear people singing and it's like, well, my gosh, if they could sing and make a bunch of money, I could too because I suck just as bad as they do. And look at them. They're so popular making music. Well, a lot of times, I'm not going to say always, guys, but a lot of times we know why. But anyways, I, I want to share that with you. See how you feel about it. And maybe you even have heard something like that before. Now, the reason that I don't want to mention where originally, okay, who started using the the firs, like the Douglas firs, the balsam firs, the spruce trees, and this and that, is because I don't want to look like I'm pointing fingers at any one culture because I'm not. It, it doesn't matter. In every culture, we've got people who practice certain things. It's not just these people or those people. No, in every single culture, we have practitioners. They're just, they just go by different names and things like that. So I, I think it's rather interesting. And uh, just maybe you guys can look into it further if that interests you. See how you feel about it. All right. So with all of that, now, 
I don't like to get into a whole lot of theory, but I want to tell you, I, I get um, emails from people who tell me certain things about certain locations, and I I thank you. I thank you for these updates and for letting me know what's happening in places close by where I live. I th- I think that's maybe why people are telling me these things because of um, maybe I should take a look at this and, and so on. So this is more about theory, okay? But anyways, um, there is a place not too far from me. I guess it's uh, off the 10 freeway. And uh, they built a lot of houses and they're continuing to build a lot of houses. And what's happening now is that some of these neighborhoods are barely six months old. They're not even a year old yet. And there are quite a few of that houses already up for sale. So what is happening here? I don't know the answer to that, guys. Um, I mean, really, I really don't. Because in my opinion, because I was talking with someone about this type of thing not too long ago. And in my opinion, there's no way that I would buy a house right now unless I didn't know any better. So I'm just going to say that, all right, so I don't know any better. I have a decent job. And of course, people want to buy a house. They want to buy a house for their family. They want to buy a house because of ownership. And if you want to dig a hole, you know, over here, you can. If you want to put nails in the wall, you can. You can hang pictures wherever you want because it's your house. You can paint the rooms purple and blue and green. And who's going to come in and inspect and say, oh, no, you can't paint your your room that color. Like, you know, you can't do that in an apartment. If you do, you're going to have to, like, pay that fee so they can come and clean it up and paint it and all this and that. You know, there there are a lot of restrictions when you are renting. So anyways, that's... The only way that I could really think about it is that, well, I understand the home ownership thing and they really didn't know what they were getting into until suddenly certain things may have gone south. There are a quite a few, okay, people who are being laid off, things like this. As well as when you get your property tax bill. That is a shocker for one thing. It's like you are in a way, all right? Are there any realtors or mortgage people out there? I'm not trying to like, you know, bash you or anything like that. But there are a lot of things or there are a few things that are just kind of sketchy. Especially when you buy your first house. Like, I can remember when we bought our first house. Then, a couple months later, my husband had to go overseas. All right? They were they had to deploy. So, I'm there. Everything was fine. Yeah, I was loving it. We had a brand new house, blah, blah, blah. Brand new 
city. The whole city was just almost brand new, being built up and this and that. Yeah, I was happy. Until we get this bill in the mail for like this extra tax. So I was like, what in the hell is this? They want like this money from us, but our property tax is in with our mortgage payment and all this other stuff. So I didn't know what was happening. Well, it was like this reassessment tax because it and no one told us about this right what's really made me mad and even right now it kind of makes me angry like they didn't tell us or whatever they I'm not going to say they hid it from us but anyhow we didn't know so we get this bill and I was so surprised and it was not a little bill it was substantial amount of money so I'm like, well, wait a cotton pig a minute, okay? Yeah, a reassessment tax. So after escrow closed, they reassess your property, okay? Because it's already gained in value. So if you bought it for, I'm just using numbers, okay? If you bought it for $100,000, now your escrow closes and now they reassess it and it's worth 175,000 well you got to pay that extra tax amount it's a one time deal but still when you're not ready for it i mean it can really throw you around like whoa so that and then when you actually get that property tax bill and just recently, it's gone up. This year, it's gone up. So I can imagine these people, first, they're being hit with that reassessment tax. And now, the property tax has gone up more than they knew, thought it was going to be because it just recently went up. You know, our property doesn't get any bigger our house doesn't get any bigger, so I don't know how the tax just goes up just because. So that is why I say, if I didn't know any better, if I didn't know that these things happened, and I'm not talking about it going up by $2 or $10 either, the property tax. So while I know that this is going on, and I thank you for like, I guess it's kind of like a warning, like warning me. Um, I've been aware of this for a little while. And yeah, that's why knowing what I know now, I would not buy a house at this time. Even though I get it, I understand. But the houses are so overpriced. It's unbelievable. It's like a regular track house, almost $800,000. No, no. So that, that just, um, that just really bothers me because I feel sometimes like we're being taken advantage of monetarily. I mean, especially because you got taxation, you got everything going up except for how much we get paid. That just never seems to really go up enough to make up for everything else going up. So we're off balance. Okay, but thank you guys for um, 
sending me that. And yeah, it's not far from where I live. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know what's getting ready to happen. But anyways, um, I had to just throw that in. I had to address that because when people send me things, I would like to address it and to say thank you also. All right. So one other story that I want to get into is um, we know, we have heard before that there are certain people out there who say that um, they have seen like Santa Claus, they have seen the Easter Bunny and things like this. Now, the little girl who told me that she saw Santa Claus one night, she's now 10 years old. And I talked to her once in a while and I said, you remember when you saw Santa? She was like, yeah, I heard a noise. I heard like bells chiming or something. And I looked out of my window and I saw like Santa on the sleigh, like with the reindeer, like in those pictures you see. And she still says that to this day. She says, yeah. She put her her hands up like, yeah, I saw. I saw Santa and the reindeer up in the sky. So I looked at her mother and I was like, is there any way that you guys like did some kind of hologram or something? She's like, no, no. No one, no one ever in their neighborhood and stuff where they were at the time, said anything or mentioned anything about seeing this type of deal. Just like the Easter Bunny. So what is happening here? Could it be a tulpa? Maybe. It's a possibility. Or it could just be a deception, okay? Because there are those things also that happen. So this just kind of leads on to like um another thing that happened with somebody at Christmas time and this person says that her grandmother had this old fashioned santa face that it was plastic and they hung it on the on the window but there was nothing on the other side the other side was just the light so it was just the front, all right? So they used to hang that thing on the window. So it would face inside of the room. So they would cover the back of it up with like some decorations or whatever so you couldn't see the ugliness from the outside. So anyhow, she said that she remembered her grandmother having that thing like forever. The thing was very old. She... It was just one of those, what do you call them? Like, um, just one of those things you bring out every single year. And you've had it forever. Just like a lot of those blow mold Christmas decorations that are old-fashioned. My grandmother used to have those. And they just would bring them out every year. And it was like, yeah, you know, we were used to them. We knew that those things were coming out. So anyway, she said that she was a little bit older. She was about 13 years old. She was sitting in that room. She was doing her homework. And she said she was thinking and she just looked. So she wasn't gazing at that Santa face, but she was gazing like at the window right next to that Santa face. And she said she saw it blink. So she didn't move her head, but she just moved her eyes over to look at that Santa face. And she thought to herself, now I'm just seeing things because I wasn't looking at it when I saw it blink. 
So she went back to her homework again. She heard a noise. She looked because the noise came from like the window area and she thought maybe it was coming from outside. So she looked at the window and the Santa had a pipe in his mouth. Santa did not have a pipe in his mouth before. And she's like, wait a minute. And then she blinked and the pipe was gone. Now she's like, I'm 13 years old. I don't do drugs. I've never done drugs. I wasn't tired. Santa has a pipe. I blinked. The pipe's gone. Santa blinked his eyes. She said, after I saw that, I knew that he really blinked his eyes. Then one of his eyes closed and one was open like a wink. So this thing, whatever it was, was just totally messing with her until she got up and she got close to that Santa face. And she said it was just plastic, thin plastic. And she cut it with scissors. She said, I didn't care. I knew I was going to get in trouble, but it gave me a weird feeling after seeing all of that. So she cut it with the scissors and she unplugged it. She took it down. She put it in the trash. And everybody wanted to know where that Santa face went. And she said, I cut it up and I threw it away because it was changing. It was changing its face. It was smoking a cigar. And her grandmother was like, what? And she said, yeah, it was changing. Today, I guess we would call it morphing. This thing was morphing. Got rid of that thing. She's like, no, I, it scared me. I cut it with the scissors, threw it away. What causes this type of deal? I know it's an attention getter, but where did that come from? Now, it didn't, they had this thing for so many years and all of a sudden this is happening. Why all of a sudden? Why suddenly? Something would have had to have been allowed in for this to happen. I'm not talking about things laying dormant for years and years because this type of thing, see, and it's happened a while ago. She doesn't know about anyone coming in or anyone practicing any type of deal or anything. You know, she was just sharing this story. So there are a lot of things we don't know. What would have caused this to be allowed to enter and to start doing this type of stuff? The last thing that I want to um, share with you and leave you with, actually, we have spoken about a little bit before, but I'm hearing a little bit more and more about this type of um, scenario. And this is on people who have been deployed in other countries, bringing back items like souvenirs and things like this, and then reporting that strange things are happening in the places where they live. I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys that every single um, souvenir you bring back from another country is going to have an attachment. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I am saying is that we have to clear 
items, not only from other countries, but uh, items from wherever, antique shops, you know, collectibles and things like this before we bring them in. But it just seems that there are many more that are experiencing this phenomenon who have brought things back from the African continent and from the Middle East. And I'm, once again, I'm not bashing any culture. I have friends from all of those places. I am not picking on them, all right? But I know these people who have spoken to me and even showed me their item and said, this little thing, okay, I never, we never had anything going on and I brought this home and now this happened and that happened and blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, you have to clear that item before you brought it in your house because obviously there was something attached to it. So we have to be careful. There was this one item and it's made out of, um, I don't know what it was. It almost looked like ivory or something. It was just a little box brought back from the African continent. And that's what started a lot of things going wrong in their house, as well as a lot of negativity and arguing, a lot of arguments. So this person said, well, can I just give this away? It's a very nice item, guys. This thing is like very nice. It's carved. It's hand carved. It's very pretty. But no, you can't just give that away. You don't want to do that and have someone else experiencing what you've experienced. But you got to get it out. Then you have to clear your house or have someone come in and do it. And then um, clear that object before you decide to give it away. Would you keep it? Like, would I keep it? No, I wouldn't keep it. But that's just me. The other one is a lot of... um, well, many items from the Middle East, many items from um, Iraq, from places like Afghanistan, places like that, that um, people have brought back, have also been reported, like they bring these back, certain things start happening, a lot of time people will start hearing things. It'll start with them hearing certain things. I have actually some items brought back that I'm looking at them right now that um, were cleared before we brought them in the house. And it's, it's really strange when you think about it and talk about something being attached to an object. I know how strange that sounds. Unfortunately, it is a possibility, a, a real possibility. But yeah, it does sound pretty wild, I know. So, I um, just wanted to leave off 
with one last thing, and that is, um, I told you guys a story. I used to have that little, it was a solar-powered little bell. It wasn't a light. It was like one of those dancing dolls that it'll move around as long as the sun's hitting it. And then once it's in the shade or the sun doesn't hit it anymore, it doesn't move anymore. Well, uh, that bell, that chime was one of those. It didn't store any power. It would only chime during the day when the sun was coming in and hitting it. And a couple of times, it decided to start chiming around midnight. So the first time it happened, I just was like, I didn't pay any attention to it because for some reason, because of the fact that it was solar powered, I was thinking that it was like a solar light, all right? Until it happened the second time. Then I realized that, wait a minute, this thing doesn't store energy. This thing only reacts when the sun is hitting it. So what in the hell is going on? Yeah, so after it, uh, it would do it randomly, not every night. But I believe it was after like that third time, I was like, okay, I'm getting rid of this. So I tossed it. I just, I'm not going to give it away to anyone. I wasn't going to um, do that kind of thing, even though the thing was really cute and it used to chime, just this really light little chiming sound, very relaxing, but no, I'm not having that. So I tossed it. Well, I've got these, um, they're like Christmas ornaments and they're two bells. I got them like at CVS or something like that a couple years ago. Last year, and these are not solar powered. These are just regular old, they're on a little ropey looking thing and you hang them up and there's two of them together. So I was hanging them up last year and I hung them by the window so that when the breeze came in, they would chime because once again, they have this really light little chiming sound, really pretty. And I liked it. After my incident, though, with that other chime thing, the solar-powered chime, I was putting these ones up, okay, the Christmas ones. And then I remembered about the solar thing. And I stood there for a moment with these little bells. And I was thinking, you know what? I'm not going to put these up and hang them up anywhere where, where they are able to chime. Because I'm going to tell you, okay, if I would have hung them up in that room and they would start chiming, that would freak me the hell out. Because there is no open window in there. And even if there was, they're in a location where no breeze is going to hit. Not only that, but they're they're kind of beefy, okay? It's not like they're really light and easy to make them chime. You actually have to pick them up and kind of like shake them around. So yeah, I was like, no, I'm not going to hang these up because 
once again, these things start chiming. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm fucking out of here. So I just, just wanted to share that with you guys because, you know, there's not a whole lot that creeps me out because of my nosiness. My nosiness and curiosity supersedes my fear. So in this case, it's like, yeah, I don't want to take a chance because that is one thing that would creep me out. I wouldn't even want to touch him to throw him away. So anyhow, just wanted to leave off with a little bit of, a little bit of humor. All right. Anyways, I'm going to try to be back tomorrow and get into some more good stuff. Let me know what you think about the Christmas tree thing. Let me know how you feel about that. I know that anything, many things can be used as tools, but I've got to tell you, I've never heard this before. All right. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me on my walk. I am very glad that I don't have to walk alone and I have like-minded people to come and stroll with me and join me, share these experiences. It's so much fun. I appreciate all of you. Thank you so much. And um, once again, I'm trying to come back tomorrow and uh, get into some good stuff. Okay, everybody have a great Sunday. Be talking soon. Ciao.